Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Dr. Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showens. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. And we are back at the Syracuse PowerCon slash ZombieCon, and we are sitting down with Wayne W. Johnson. Now, Wayne, I'm going to tell you, I apologize. I don't know a whole lot about you. Andrew said that he knew you and kind of brought you into this. So we're going to give you the chance to tell us what you're here promoting and what you're talking about. Well, I'm promoting uh, several movies that I've been in. Thank you. I'm glad that I was promoting this too. That just worked. We actually paid them to do that. Yes. The one that cannot see this, that was awful. Right now, they're raiding my table right now while I'm doing this. Right? <laughs> That's why they're going to my goal. He's gone. <laughs> Free stuff. Um, I'm promoting uh, several movies. Um, first one being Night of Something Strange, which to sum that up is the zombie virus spread through STDs. It's very over the top. It's not rated. Basically, any type of bodily fluid you can think of that is, it's being flown in abundance in that movie, and it's pretty gross. It's, it's uh, it's not rated. I'll just leave it at that. My wife's not gonna like that movie. Yeah, it's, well, you either love it or you hate it. So it's, it's one of those movies. Uh, How do you feel about it? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a little biased about it, but uh, I'm very partial to the guy, who, Mr. Happy Face. It's uh, guy who's half his face is ripped off. Very partial to him. Does he grow back? It's on your shirt, isn't he? Yes. There he is. Look at that. Oh, oh, yeah. And he's right there. On the, he's in the top left of that little postcard that's right there. So that's the character you play in the movie? Yes. He's um, he's a janitor, a lonely janitor looking for love <laughs> in the morgue. <laughs> and uh, he finds it because he likes easy women. Women that don't say no because they're dead. Why are you looking at me now? <laughs> wow. Okay. So, um, and it, it starts really from there. I mean, the first 10 minutes, uh, you see uh, necrophilia, you see this, the zombie effect happening, uh, a, zo- a zombie like pissing on a stuffed animal and his wife and then raping his wife and then, uh, then getting killed and then performing what on another horror podcast they said was uh, the Donald Trump move on her because she's wearing a dress. <laughs> and while he's doing that, um, there's uh, takes out part of the uterus and tries to start eating that because it's like a Scooby snack for him. And then he gets hit by a truck and half his face is ripped off. And this is all before the title card comes up. Wow, <laughs> this is my so, kind of movie. Yeah. This sounds brutal. Yes, it is. And tied in with that um, is a movie called She Kills, where I have a I have a cameo role in that, but that's uses a lot of the same actors from Night of Something Strange. Okay. And it's a, that's an ode to 70s exploitation grindhouse grind, uh, grind movies. That's, I always want to say grindcore for some reason, but that's music. Um, and it's about a woman who is attacked and raped by a gang called the Touchers. And it turns out that her... <laughs> Andrew, her, named it after you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, her vagina is uh, possessed by Satan. <laughs> that and... Uh, hey, that's my ex-wife. She wants revenge. 
that's a lot of ex-wives. <laughs> and uh, so, and it goes on from there. And there's a lot of uh, similarities between She Kills and Night of Something Strange, which uh, originally they were uh, conceived as a double grindhouse type style, but that's more 70s, where Noss is more 80s. Now that's more modern stuff in a sense, where um, you go towards like Tales of Dracula, which that's more like a ode to uh, 1940s uh, Universal movies with Dracula, the Wolfman, uh, Frankenstein, and uh, it's in black and white, and it's a great tribute to that. Um, and then there's a movie called uh, Empire State of the Dead, which is a compilation of seven or eight different uh, short zombie movies made by Central New York filmmakers like Mad Angel Films, which is an episode that I was in. I play a leader of a gang called Draven. He wears like skull makeup and he kind of kind of a Joker-like character. Awesome. So that's kind of fun, you know. And a couple other movies too, like uh, Locked In from Hewitt Films, which is a short film uh, about the zombie apocalypse. And I play a stereotypical nerd, you know, with the <laughs> suspenders and talking like this, you know, kind of a thing. Uh, and then uh, Battalion Day Song, which is actually a real throwback movie in a sense because it's a silent movie. Oh, silent black and white. That's another short movie um, where I play Count Dracula, but a totally different Dracula from Tales of Dracula. And uh, facing another vampire called uh, the Vampire de Blood. Now, are we talking like Lon Chaney Dracula or um, uh, Rainfire, the other guy? Bella. In Tales of Dracula, it's more towards towards Bella. Um, whereas Battalion Song, it's kind of a I had to make him different. So he's he's a little more uh, arrogant, a little more showy. Of course, it's silent, so you have to be a little more showy. Yeah. In that sense, but it's they're definitely different types of vampires. But um, when I did Tales of Dracula, that was more of an ode to uh, Bella, Frank, uh, Langella. Uh, a little bit of Christopher Lee thrown in. It's definitely not anything where a vampire sparkling or anything like that. So, God. Thank the gods. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's nothing like that at all. And it's back to where the Dracula was. He's very cold. Uh, he's a monster. You know, he's not romantic. He's not trying to. I love you. So come with me, and I will bed you, and I will give you steak. But do not put that steak in my heart, or something <laughs> stupid like that. You know, nothing like that. You know, so. Um, but it, so it's definitely a throwback to that, you know. And uh, I think people who really are into the Universal style movies will really get a, get a kick out of it. Nice. Yeah, I actually. And you notice I talk a lot, and I also veer off a lot, as Andrew That's knows. Okay. Oh yeah, definitely. I have a lot of interest in Tales of Dracula. Um, you know, we've, we've talked to Greta quite a bit as well. We've seen her a lot of content. That, that looks, like you said, like an ode to the Universal movies. Mm -hmm. um, I thought I read somewhere that they were potentially looking at a, a sequel to that. Yes, actually, um, they've uh, picked up a, a new director, Joshua Kennedy. Um, uh, the old director, who was uh, Joe DeMiro, he's still on board. Uh, he's basically uh, part of the production team and stuff so he's very closely tied in with uh, Joshua on that uh, and I believe there's going to be a, an official fundraiser coming out soon so I assume you're attached to that as well I hope so <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a nice surprise Good. well you know we read this review where your hair was too long so we, we're cutting you <laughs> literally instead of cutting your hair <laughs> no but uh, yes I'm, I would be involved in that yes. that's awesome um now, i got to ask, because clearly you've done a couple movies that are, are very, very over the top. Um, in fact, and, and this is not judgy, but I mean, let's just call it, you know, it could, some people can consider it obscene. Correct? You would agree with me, right? Obscene? 
I'm curious from from an, an actor's perspective. You're, you're trying to. I assume you're trying to build a name for yourself. This is something you like to continue to do. When you take on roles like this, do you stop and think how that's going to make potential future? Movie uh, producers look at you because uh, you know. I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? That, that has to come into consideration to a degree. I mean, um, when I first did NOS, for example, um, I I've only been relatively doing this for like six years. Seriously, I started in 2011. Um, before that, I was mainly doing music uh, with my band uh, called Caroline Blue, which is still around. It's just. It's more of a one-man band at the moment because I can't quite tell the other guys, okay, you know, I'm going to be filming here for like three weeks or so or a month or something like that. Just chill out. Can't do that because they'll just tell me, you know, because I don't know what the rating is on this podcast, so. It's all good. Oh. We laugh. Fuck is fun. As a matter of fact, there's, there's, uh, there's somebody across from me over here who used to have, maybe still does, a Caroline Blue bumper sticker on his car. Uh, that car went... Uh, the Ed's dead. See, that just proves my point that what happened was if you put that bumper sticker on that car, it gets targeted. <laughs> because every car, every car that I know that had one, including the ones I had, at least drive, they're all gone. They all, all had accidents and stuff. So I still have an autographed uh, Caroline Blue uh, CD, though, just so you know. Uh, awesome. I don't know where it is, but I still have it. <laughs> I didn't sign it. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. But it's... <laughs> Thank you. It's very much appreciated. But I still um, do that. But uh, going back to the question, because I tend to veer off, as I've said before, um, I'm not really too concerned about the, about that because if I had just played uh, Cornelius from NOS and just kept playing these zombie type characters, where I was easily stereotyped, um, that might be a concern because it would be like. You know, you really wouldn't get a chance to show what else you could do. Yeah. But by the time NOS came out, which was just last year, I had already done several different other things, which kind of showed a little bit of my range. Now, I'm, I know as an actor, you know, you have to know what your type is. So I tend to play the bad guy a lot. And, uh, and a lot of stuff that's a little dramatic, a little over the top. So I know I'm going to be cast as that more often than anything else. However, I have done some other things. Like I mentioned it um, in that short film, Locked In, I played a stereotypical nerd. Kind of a big nerd, you know, with my hair tied back, but I mean, I had the, the suspenders, the bow tie, the, you know, the, the whole nine yards and stuff, and that showed me off a little bit. Empire State of the Dead, where I was like a Joker-like character, that kind of showed off a little bit. Uh, I did a movie which hopefully will be out uh, later this year called Romeo 3000, where not only was I one of the main actors um, who played the villain Tybalt, but I was also one of the writers, as well as part of the production team, and he has a lot of monologue with a touch of Shakespeare in it, so there's a touch of that. And I've also done um, Star Trek fan films, where I've played a good guy, uh, Dawson Dawson Walking Bear, and actually I just came back uh, a couple weeks ago from uh, filming on another Star Trek fan film called The Federation Files on a short ep- film episode called uh, Walking Bear Running Wolf where Walking Bear is the main character. And um, in there I got definitely to show a lot, a total of 180 from, for example, from uh, Cornelius. Nice. Uh, where he's also emotional in this because he's trying to find his mother, basically in a sense. And uh, it's a short, it's a shorter thing, but it's going to be online, hopefully within, I was told, maybe two or three months. And playing a Starfleet character is definitely different than 
playing uh, you know, a homicidal zombie, uh, especially one that because in you know the only lines I had as Cornelius was you know if that you know so um, if that's all I was able to play, um, I might have some concern about that. But since I've already played a lot of roles where I've played some title roles, uh, main lead roles where I've had a lot of dialogue, so uh, and. Hopefully one of these days I'll get off my ass and make a reel. <laughs> actually, for the longest time I was waiting for NOS to be released. Because I knew that was going to be something special I wanted to put in there. And that would be something that, even though there's no lines, I would get recognized for that. Cause, and right now, that is what I'm mostly known for as a masturbating zombie. <laughs> God, so that's my small legacy, right? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Walking> bear. <laughs> so, so you feel like your, your resume is is uh, filled with enough different roles that that's not going to be a problem? Um, to a degree. I mean, I know that people, first impressions, you know, they'll see that and they'll be like, oh, that's all he can play, you know. If they want to look further into it, they can, um, you know, but I, I do tend to have a, a variety of roles. I'm not just kind of, I've been lucky that I haven't, to date and really pigeonholed and stuck with the zombie character. Yeah. Uh, and actually, after playing Cornelius, I can't really see myself playing any other type of zombie because he's just so unique to me and special in a way. So trying to go back to playing a normal zombie would be a lot harder. <laughs> I'm not don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, if The Walking Dead calls me and says, you want to play a zombie, I'll go, yeah, of course I will. But... Um, you know, it's one of those things where, right now, I mean, there's actually um, the producer of uh, NOS, Jonathan Strayton, he's going to be making another movie, I believe it's going to start towards the end of the year, called Johnny Z, which is combining zombies with martial arts. Now I'm already in that one, which has nothing to do with NOS. However, after that, he is setting the stage for NOS 2, and I'm coming back for that. Awesome. As Cornelius. So nice. Considering that you've played a number of zombie characters, I have to ask, what do you think of the announcement of Romero's next film? The announcement of George Romero's next film. Um, considering you've definitely you've already played in a non-standard zombie. Would you believe I've actually? I was in a theater production of Night of the Living Dead, and because they couldn't find an African American actor to play Ben, they changed that to racially ambiguous and. Hello. <laughs> so I got to play Ben in a production in, in theater, and that was a trip, especially since uh, the sound cues sometimes for the effects didn't work properly. So, like, you know, in the end of that movie where um, the little zombie girl is coming towards Ben, so I've got the rifle, and I'm waiting. I'm, I'm like already pulling the trigger, so it's supposed to shoot and kill her. No sound effect. It's like so it's coming closer and closer. And all of a sudden, you're bang, 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 bang. It's like okay, now I'm shooting too much. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like unloading into her. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's, it's, like, oh, it's like damn. Um, yeah, I, I should have known better than to say that around you, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. But going back to that question, because I veer off, as, as I said before, um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, it's kind of hard to say because more often than not, it seems like. Uh, you know, when somebody does something that's groundbreaking and then there's a lot of time that goes by and then they come back again, something is missing. And maybe it's just because of the time change, because things catch up. It's kind of like, um, 
you know, even like the Star Wars movies, you know, even though there's a lot of people that like them, there's a lot of people that are saying, you know, it's not the same as the first three, you know, it's not the same magic, it's not the same, and in, in a lot of ways it really can't. So, you know, um, and the way it's set up, it's almost impossible to please everybody. Do you think it's a mistake, though, to go so far uh, to the left? And if you guys aren't aware of this, George Romero announced his next, and let's face it, probably final zombie movie, because the guy's getting up there. It's going to feature rich people, aristocrats, who have zombie race car drivers running races for them. <laughs> the description of this, I was like, are you kidding me? So I guess he was watching uh, Mad Max a few times? I, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the guy can do what he wants. He created the, the modern zombie, but that's just, that doesn't even make sense within his own rules, you know? I mean, zombies are going to be driving race cars. Yeah, Paul, the look, that, that's the point right there. That sounds more like, um, because unfortunately, um, you know, directors can be under the control of uh, the producers for one way or the other because, you know, a lot of times the producers are holding the money. Uh, so maybe that's what the producers, you know, you know, you know how it is. So you got the director who's got that pure vision. Yeah. But then the producer comes in and they know wouldn't a little bit about it. They wouldn't be great if they race car zombies and, you know, and have a zombie like running right next to him or shambling. So he's like halfway between the fast zombies and the slow zombies, kind of like a waltzing zombie, <laughs> or whatever, I mean, um, I'm being stupid here, what's new? <laughs> we do it all um, the time, don't we? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it could be that, or it could be just, that's what he wants to dementia? do. Dementia? I think it's dementia. It could be that, I, I mean, I think his next movie is when he turns into a zombie himself, actually. pretty halfway there, isn't Well, I mean, more power to him, man, I mean, you know, it's, I hope I live that long, you know? Yeah, really. But yeah, you know, that's, that kind of threw me for a loop. You know, the non-standard zombies are the kind of stuff we see out of the independent films, usually. You know, mm -hmm. things that, that don't fit with the, the normal view of zombies. So that would that would like be something I would expect out of that arena, rather than coming from the guy that created what our modern concept of zombies are. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> well, uh, to each their own. I mean, um, there's a market for everything. I mean, zombies are so... I'm kind of surprised zombies haven't... Some would say they already have, but they haven't gone the way of the vampire, for the most part. You know how they got so oversaturated and people just got burnt out by them? Wait, when we get the sparkly zombies, that's when that'll happen. Well, I mean, right now, there's so many movies out there where zombies might as well just be humans. Because they're trying to expand so much on them that, it's like vampires, you know, it's basically, you know, it's, everyone's trying to put their own little stamp on things, so they try to do something a little bit different, and eventually it gets to the point where it's just basically human beings, you know. Well, it's only so far you can go, I mean, you have, like, a necromancy kind of thing, you know, somebody cast a spell and, you know, people raising from the dead. Or the virus stuff. I mean, any, pretty much any other... But I will say this, there's still some great, like, you guys have probably seen Train to Busan. I want to watch it. My wife refuses to watch it because it's in Korean. It is awesome. Well, there, there's actually, if you get the DVD, the Blu-ray, you can actually get one where it's subbed in with English. Oh, so, okay, because it wasn't on Netflix, it wasn't subbed. No, but I mean, you, if you get the Blu-ray, you can do that. And it's, I mean, it's, I haven't watched it with the original Korean language going on. I watched the English version myself. But it's a great movie. It's it's awesome. It's actually quite a tearjerker at the end too. Um, and it's uh, it's very modern. I mean the zombies you'll you'll 
there's definitely one moment where you're, you're going to think of World War Z right away. You know, in the train station, with the way the zombies are basically going over each other trying to reach their, their prey. Um, but it is a very emotional story, and um, the fact that they're all trapped on a train, on a bullet train, while this is going on, and the stuff that's happening, and you got the, you got that one guy who you just hate because he's just looking out for himself and shit like that. It's just even funnier because if you if you kind of do watch the Korean version, you know, <laughs> make up your own dialogue. <laughs> but it's a great movie. I, I highly recommend it. Have you seen the trailer for It Stains the Sands Red yet? No. When, uh, when you get a chance, uh, Google search that, the, the trailer. I think it's been out a while, but it just got featured on um, Bloody Disgusting, I think yesterday or the day before. Mm -hmm. uh, coming out in the next few months, I assume it's going to be some kind of limited theatrical release, but oh. uh, looks, it's not It's it's not foreign. This actually is in English, but uh, they're saying that this movie deserves to be held in the same regard as like 28 Days Later in the original Night of the Living Dead. And I'll tell you, after seeing the trailer, because they're saying it's the most original zombie film since 28 Days Later, which was a, a, an original spin on that genre mm -hmm. after seeing the trailer I have to agree it certainly does look like it. that's pretty that's, so, that's, and, that's a boast right? and, I, and I don't want to ruin the trailer go, definitely go watch it because it looks like it's going to be a great movie well that, every once in a while I mean there is some movie that comes out that kind of jump starts things I mean like yeah. even with the vampires for example I mean they were kind of getting stale and then 30 days 30 nights yeah where like all of a sudden now the vampires had rows of fangs and they were vicious again they were evil monsters were not going Sherry could you do me a favor Sherry this is what I also I do on my spare time I have people taking pictures of me because I'm my biggest fan <laughs> <laughs> we have a person for that too yeah, some people right right for me with these wonderful gentlemen here some people might say narcissistic I was thinking no. that, I didn't say it <laughs> Oh, that was two pictures. That was two. That was two. That's double the price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun, guys. Thanks, Oh, I look... Well, anyway. He looks like Death Warm Denver. I, I need to learn some Photoshop, but anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's I, wanted to, I wanted to capture the moment. No, that's fine. Actually, we really do have somebody that does that for us, but she's over there and not here. Yeah, that's okay. When she listens to this, she's going to be so She's, she's raiding my, my table right now. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, he's not here. Back with all the movies. <laughs> so anyway, um, get back on, on track, bring this all together. Uh, anything coming in the future that you're excited about, or anything just outside of acting that you're, that you're excited about, that you're geeked about? Well, um, there's a couple things. Uh, in terms of what I'm doing with acting, uh, I did mention that Romeo 3000. Hopefully, that should be out before the end of the year. Uh, there's another movie I did with uh, Ron Bonk, who uh, did She Kills and uh, Empire State of the Dead. It's called House Shark. <laughs> house Shark. House Shark. Yes, a shark in a house. <laughs> and I play a character named a Native American character named Darth Squanto. <laughs> Native American? Well, I, I don't see it. Yeah, I know. I I don't either, but. I, I, I see more Jamaican, but oh well. <laughs> yeah, <I'm not. laughs> but uh, yeah. So I mean, and he has some force powers and some not so force powers. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and hopefully that'll be out either this year or next year. And um, you don't get sued by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, there's a movie that's coming out um, either this year or next year named Mohawk which was done by the production team who did We Are Still Here. 
uh, it was a ghost movie. Um, it was one of uh, Rolling Stone's top yes. movies yes. of 2015. Um, they actually were filming, and I found out by accident, I found out at a premiere that they were filming and they needed a Native American guy. Hey, Mom. <laughs> um, so uh, I got to do that for a couple of days, and hopefully that'll be out. Um, I'm working on a film with uh, Mad Angel Films in a couple of weeks called Radiant Dark, which is a fantasy movie. Like, uh, they hate me when I say this, but it's more like a Lord of the Rings type of movie, I guess. You know, that's the best way to say it. Conan type movie, you know, fantasy sword and sorcery type movie. Um, and of course, uh, I mentioned uh, later, there's uh, Johnny Z, which hopefully will be either this year or beginning of next year. Tales of Dracula 2, uh, Dracula Meets the Wolfman. Nice. And they go waltzing in the sunset and have multiple doggy style sex. No, they do not. No, they do not. Well, yeah, they say that. Everybody hates me to say that. So, I mean, right? Um, so that's with this stuff. And probably some more stuff with uh, Star Trek fan films as well because uh, that was a lot of fun to do. I was out in Arkansas, by the way. Dog Patch, Arkansas, which I just did that. I flew out there for a weekend and just shot everything. Everything was really quick. Too quick, actually, for me, because I would love to have stayed there longer. Uh, but it, it was just done. It was great to do, and I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, also, uh, music-wise, hopefully before the end of the year, I will have at least a couple of uh, new music videos from Caroline Blue. Hopefully, the website, which has taken me forever to port over and redo, um, is going to take is going to be online because my personal site, which is WayneWJohnson.com. It's a pretty big site, but the Caroline Blue site is at least two to three times bigger than that. Because I'm porting over like at least 13 years worth of interviews and shows and everything else that was going on. So it was going there, and I might actually even do some writing. There you go. So. Mm. Sounds like you're going to be a busy man. Yeah, I am. Um, well, you know, I'm tired a lot because, you know, Cornelius is masturbating, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be tough to keep that up, right? Well, yeah, I, I will say this. If you've got anybody who wants to know a little bit more about NOS and the Biot, um, keeping in mind all the bodily fluids and stuff that I was talking about earlier, there is a scene where I most visibly whitewash a cop. <laughs> and it's acidic. Oh, oh. That's, it burns! It burns! <laughs> so, uh, I hear that all the time. Oh, I hope not. If, and if it does, I hope you get a shot for that. Yeah, you can get off for that. So. Well, it's been great talking to you, Wayne. Thank it was you for great. sitting down. It's great for, for having. Uh, you can do it. Come on. Spell I it can out. do this. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me here. Uh, I very much appreciate it. And uh, hopefully, uh, yes. No. <laughs> I could be. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. Want to help the show? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Need to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com. Or send us a tweet at geekpod, G33KPOD. Now the time has come for leaving. Fear now we shall return. We were so glad we could make it, but so sad we got to run. Well, it might be a long time till we raise another glass. You can rest assured that next time we'll have ourselves a laugh. Yeah, we'll have ourselves a laugh. We'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know when. We 